This is the Taz and Jim podcast. McDonald's shut down all their stores in Russia because of the invasion into Ukraine. And now apparently Russians are selling Big Macs online for $36 a piece. Whoa. So these must have been in the fridge for a while, too, so they're not even quality Big Macs. <laughs> yeah, they're, unless he, these are like McDonald's employees who stole all the ingredients. Brilliant. And are making Big Macs at home. Huh. Someone's trying to sell a McDonald's paper bag for more than $300. Just to get a huff? <laughs> oh, that's the good stuff. <laughs> Maybe there's a fry at the bottom, right? <laughs> always the, the best greatest. when you find that extra fry. Another seller posted a McDonald's breakfast in Russia, including McMuffins, potato pancakes, and sauces for $18. The listing, if you go by the uh, translation into English, says, this item is for those who want to enjoy the last taste of a bygone era. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like the Russian people are too optimistic about this thing being over soon. Right? Mm-hmm. There is one guy who was really upset about uh, McDonald's being shut down. A 500-pound Russian man apparently chained himself to his local McDonald's location to tr- try and prevent them from shutting it down. <laughs> like that would stop him. This is the best thing that ever Russian happened man. to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like from a health standpoint? Yes, dude. <laughs> what fast food restaurant, like, let, let's pretend in on this side of the world, suddenly fast food restaurants were gone. There was none. Which one would you miss the most? Which one would you be willing to pay big money to experience <laughs> one last time? I mean, I eat too much fast food, but I don't know if there's, any, I don't know if I really have a soft spot for it in my heart. It's mostly just convenience. So I don't know if I would ever pay the big bucks, but I feel like if I had like one last rodeo, I would I would probably go to Wendy's and get get a double Baconator. bacon deluxe. Yeah, or maybe a Baconator just because. Yeah, I just like the burgers and fries there. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wendy's is a good one. What about you? I uh, Harvey's is always nice. Yeah, yeah, Harvey's, Harvey's is quality. They all have their own little thing, right? But you know what? I feel like I could closely replicate a burger from Harvey's or Wendy's at home, but... It, a KFC, I couldn't do KFC at home. Well, you don't know all those herbs and spices. <laughs> I know, eh? Secret recipe. I bet Vlad's just doing it. He's got all, all his scientists, Vladimir Putin's <laughs> working on the secret herbs and spices for KFC right yeah, now. Yeah, he's not worried about the military funding. Uh-uh. He's funding that fast food uh, recipe research. <laughs> KFC... I do like subs, but you can make a sandwich at home. Subway is always one of my go-tos. There would be people who'd just be absolutely devastated if, like, a restaurant went away. I know. I met a guy uh, who had his wedding cake shaped as a Popeye's restaurant, a Popeye's chicken restaurant. Was it made out of Popeye's chicken, or it just looked like Popeye's chicken? I think it just looked like chicken, but it was it was his like at his wedding, right? So I Uh wonder if there was any chicken in the meal or something, or if that's what they got when they got back to the hotel room. I don't know, but if it was involved in consummating the the union, oh yeah, yeah, get the bucket out. (laughs) One long spicy fry that they eat at each end and come to the middle. Rub that chicken grease all over <laughs> you, baby. In Russia, fast food fans are going wild for McDonald's online, selling Big Macs for, for lots of money, selling used McDonald's bags so people can huff them. <laughs> the smell.
smell that sweet McDonald's smell now that uh, the, the company has announced they're closing all their Russian McDonald's locations. Um, people looking for that one last taste. And we asked the question, if they shut down all fast food restaurants in North America, which one would you miss the most? Which one would you be willing to pay big money to experience one last time? And we've got some responses from the Taz and Jim listeners here. Top answer, I would say, Taco Bell. Taco Bell Fries Supreme, one person says. Another one says... Taco Bell was shutting down. I would totally be chaining myself to the door. <laughs> there was a 500-pound Russian man who chained himself to McDonald's <laughs> to protest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another person says Mary Brown's Big Mary Chicken Burger Combo. Never had uh, that one specifically. I've Write had it down. Chicken, but yeah, I might have to give it a shot. Another one here. Uh, Jeff from Simcoe says Burger King. The Whopper is the best burger. I drive to Brantford just to get one because we don't have one in Simcoe. Oh. I had a lot of Whoppers in my day. <laughs> when I was, do- I was doing a co-op placement at the radio station when I was in high school, so I wasn't getting paid for it. I was working in the promotions department, and uh, Trish, who was the head of the promo department, had this stack of uh, Whoppers, free Whoppers on her desk. That you'd hand out to listeners? She would basically pay me in Whoppers. <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah, sweet deal. (laughs) Whoppers are good. Now I'm hungry for a Whopper. (laughs) What do we do to ourselves? Also, greatest name for a burger. And just beat out Big Mac. I think Whopper is the greatest name for a burger ever. Uh, Another one here. Um, Hey, Taz and Jim, I would miss a mocha latte from Starbucks. I feel like you could... Replicate that yeah. one pretty closely. Espresso, at all? maybe I don't know. And this is just good advice in general: is to if you don't have an answer, just think of it this way. As for fast food, if you uh, your desert island fast food, you need to think of when you get back from an all inclusive destination where you can't eat fast food. Where is the first place you stop after the Toronto airport? My go to is McDonald's. Says this person. We got another message here. Just pizza count as fast food? I'd say yes. Yeah, I would say, yeah. That, they, that would be one I would miss. They say they would kill another human for a pizza oh. if there was no pizza left <laughs> in the world. So, yeah, pizza is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you can join the conversation. The question's up there on the Taz and Jim Facebook page right now. Jim, my family is away. My wife and my kids are gone for March break up to visit uh, some aunts and uncles and cousins in Ottawa. And I've got the house to myself. So I've been watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. And I got on a little binge yesterday. Uh, Amazon Prime, there's a show called LOL Canada, Laugh Out Loud Canada. Oh, yeah. You've seen the, the ads for this? Oh, for sure, yeah. Canadian comedy royalty all locked together in a room. Yeah, and, and they're not allowed to laugh. And if you get... La- if you, Well, first you get a warning. You get a yellow card like oh, soccer. Okay. So if you smile or laugh, you get a warning. And then if you do it again, you get kicked off the show. I didn't know you couldn't smile. No smiling, no laughing. Laugh Out Loud is the name of it, but also smiling counts as as an infraction (laughs) okay um but i was watching this and it's amazing to see these comedians trying not to laugh and and talking about how difficult it is for them not to smile not to laugh because it's something they love doing so much and they do on a regular basis and, and they do it to encourage their fellow comedians and you know doing comedy in front of an audience where nobody's smiling nobody's laughing 
is their nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So out of empathy, they'd almost laugh for their fellow comedians. Like I do at your jokes. Exactly. So that's why I'm inspired by this, to possibly go head-to-head with you uh, on a an upcoming show. Well, I think if we started around 7.30 in the morning and we went until 9 o'clock, that would be enough time before one of us would smile or laugh twice. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no way you're lasting an hour and a half. But it's it's us, like, ch- trying to get each other? Is that what you're thinking? And I think we can get the listeners involved, too. Okay. So we'll open the phones and, and people can call us. They can tell us funny stories, tell us funny jokes, make funny noises <laughs> if they want. <laughs> funny bird sounds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and the reason I've got, if you look over to your... Left, we've got Boss Brad sitting oh, next the? to us. Hey guys, hey Boss Brad, how are you? Good. <laughs> I've invited Boss Brad to be the referee. Oh wow! Do you I have the yellow a- cards and red cards too? Uh, I didn't know I need. I haven't watched the show, so I didn't know I needed yellow and red cards. But I'm sure I can make them. You can whip something <laughs> up. Got the whistle though. Yeah. So he'll he'll be like the Jay Baruchel is the uh, is the uh, mastermind on the Laugh Out Loud TV show. You know, if Colin Mockery or Tom Green or Dave Foley, Deborah DiGiovanni, one of the comedians, smiles or laughs, he gives them the red card. So that's going to be your job. Yeah, with the whistle. Did you buy that whistle specifically I, because I told you I wanted you to do this? Yeah, and you know what? If I would have known that I needed a yellow and a red card, it was I was literally looking at whistles, and there was one that came with a yellow and red card, and there was one that didn't, and this one was like $2 <laughs> cheaper. Wow. <laughs> That's what you get for cheaping out. <sighs> now you need to go find some construction paper and a pair of scissors, Brad. <laughs> but you, are you up for the challenge? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know I'm going to win, which is why I'm down. Uh, I also, I hope you don't mind, because Jim, if you don't know this about Jim Kelly, if you're new to the show, maybe you're one of our Y108 Hamilton listeners. Uh, Jim, for a, quite a while, was in this really... Uh, funny improv comedy troupe and you did uh comedy improv showcase with colin mockery mm-hmm. yeah well i reached out to colin mockery who was one of the contestants on the tv show laugh out loud canada and i name dropped you <laughs> and then after he said who he said <laughs> okay no he said i said you remember jim kelly uh it's taz and jim in london you did an improv show with jim here you guys i think next to colin mockery you were the funniest guy on stage that thank night, you buddy. okay um and colin mockery said sure i'd if you guys want to do something on the air i'll be a part of it so I think Colin is going to be joining us as well. Okay, this is awesome. And he can give us tips on on how not to laugh at people's jokes. Honestly, when I was doing improv, because you brought it up, I was the Jimmy Fallon of the group. Like, I couldn't (laughs) help but to laugh. If you can tell by the radio, I laugh all the time. I couldn't help but laugh. So I do think it will be a challenge, but... Who who laughs more? Do I laugh more than you? Yeah, I don't know. Genuinely? Yeah, I (laughs) fake laugh quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I like Jim's laugh. (laughs) Jim's gotten a little giggle, uh, like I like laughing. What can I say? (laughs) I'm the Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) You know, your laugh reminds me of Bart Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of what Bart's laugh sounds like. Which I've has he ever laughed? Yeah, he does. And even when he like you know kind of walks away, he's like like that. You you do that. That's more of a crusty the clown, I think. Uh, am I? I feel like I smile all the time too. 
Do I have like a resting smile face or no? no yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the it's like unimpressed Karen smile face. <laughs> Not a genuine smile. So oh yeah. Hmm. So RBF. I've got RBF. <laughs> RSF resting smile face. <laughs> Brad, uh, you say that there there is a prize. What's uh, what's the winner going to get? Yeah, here? I think the uh, I think the winner the winner and I should go for lunch. Ooh, schmooze with the boss man. Yeah, and then the loser uh, pays for it. Wait, so they can't even go? No. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's, that's, okay. that's the last that's, that's we're that's talking the about. Bart, Bart Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, so you can, um, okay, where where is the lunch happening? <laughs> I don't know, wherever you want. Hmm. Does the loser get to pick or the winner pick? No, the, the winner, loser does not get to pick. The winner picks. It's no, Taco winner. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Lunch at Taco Bell with Boss Brad. What a mm. prize. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Winner picks. Okay, I'm confident. Actually, no, the loser has to come and just sit there and not order. They can't have any They can food only have water. Yeah. But they have to watch you order the most expensive <laughs> menu item. <laughs> and then they have to pay for it. Yeah, you guys are lasting like all of 30 seconds in this. I, I don't. I'm gonna have to long. bring props. Like I'm gonna have to like come up with some strategies here. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna know. get a tattoo or a nipple piercing or something between now and then. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it will be when you see where the piercing is. <laughs> Maybe it won't be the nipple. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. This is, this will be tough. But I'll, 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 let's give it a go. When yeah. are when are you available, Brett? Uh, let's do let's do like Monday next week. Monday right, next right after week? the weekend. Yeah. Do you think Monday's a good day to do it, or should we do it later in the week? Our Monday's already depressing and no smiley and laughing enough. Yeah, Monday. Okay, give okay, us something yeah. to look forward yeah, to. Yeah. Let's do it Monday. Yeah, and I think Mockery's good. Uh, we'll get him on too, and and uh, and it'll be a fun little morning. Laugh out loud, Taz and Jim. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with the show, you can. It's funny to watch their faces. Try not to smile. It might be just a lot of silence on the radio. Which is perfect for radio, dead air. Yeah. Great radio. Yeah, but then you get the silence and you get like the little, you can kind of hear the little snorts and stuff like that. That's what makes it funny. You will have to describe what's going on if we get into a situation where both of us are are quiet, trying not to laugh. Oh, right, yeah, I right? can do the play-by-play. Okay, sounds good. So that's, that's Monday coming up here on the show. We got to give a, a big Taz and Jim kudos to Dolly Parton here. Dolly! Working out to buy What a way to make a living Can get tonight. So Dolly Parton was being considered for a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. One of seven first-time nominees. And she was doing well. She was fourth in overall voting as of last night. But hmm. she has withdrawn her name from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination process. Posted this on social media. Dolly here. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Dolly here, y'all. Even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel I have earned that right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I respectfully bow out. Hmm. I hope the hall will understand and be willing to consider me again if I'm ev- ever worthy. This has inspired me to hopefully put out a great rock and roll album <laughs> at some point in the future, which I've always wanted to do. You, you see this all the time, and we've we've had the debate on this show, 
they will nominate people to go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that are not rockers. Yeah, it's so far beyond the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at this point. I think people have given up the argument almost. Like, Dolly is like, this is the last kick at the can to try to argue if it's for rock and roll. But, you know, Janet Jackson, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, I, I wonder if there's been any country artists, though, that have been well, in Well, Johnny the, Cash. Well, he's that's rock and roll Hank still. Williams, Jimmy Rogers, Floyd Kramer, Bob Wills. Yes, I have a list I in don't, front of me. I <laughs> but I would say Hank Williams, that, you know, Rebel or Outlaw Country is almost rock and roll. Chet Atkins is uh, in yeah, there. I'm not familiar with his work. <laughs> so there are some, some country artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame currently. And there are, you know, it, it, it's like a tree and there's different branches and there's different... I get it, but, you know, you change the name to the, the Music Hall of Fame. Well, I don't know. I say we just start putting tennis people into the NHL Hall of Fame, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Let's just open all the Hall of Fames up to everything. No more, no more barriers. Tennis people. <laughs> tennis players. Tennis people in the, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Let's put uh, Dolly I, Parton in the NHL Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> this I accept. I do accept this honor. But it's funny. You hear about country artists getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't think I've ever heard about a rock and roll band getting inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. True, true. It's not a two-way street. And, and good for Dolly for acknowledging that. She is the best, isn't she? Awesome. She's she's our last Betty, or like the replacement for Betty White is the sweetest lady, you know, on the planet. Uh-huh. And she's old. Yeah. So we're worried about her. Okay. Yeah. What? Knock on wood. <laughs> I just feel like you may have just oh, jinxed no. Dolly Parton. She's got a, a great rock and roll album to record, Jim. Oh, yeah. She's due. We need her to stick around for a while. I just hope this works. The Ukrainian Ministry of Defense put out a video offering Russian pilots $1 million if they defect to Ukraine with their jet. Boy, how would you not? <laughs> even, if you ever, even if you loved Russia as a Russia, how would you not? A million dollars U.S. If you show up and say, here, here's, you can have this jet, Ukraine, and then uh, they'll... I don't think they'll make you go back to Russia with the million dollars either. No, I, th- I hope it's a suitcase and you're on your merry way. Yeah. $500,000 USD if you bring them a helicopter. <laughs> so I, Half off deal. We'll see how that works. And, and possibly this could be, this could be the, uh, the end to this conflict. Uh, Elon Musk has challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight. Oh, really? He says a he, fist fight? He will one-on-one fight Vladimir Putin, the winner gets to keep Ukraine. Is this serious? He posted it on his Twitter feed yesterday. What? And then he posted another picture. It says, choose your fighter. And it's a picture of Vlad riding on the back of a bear, shirtless. Mm -hmm. And a picture of Elon with a flamethrower. But if it's a Fight? Do you get to use a flamethrower or a bear? Like, I think are you they allowed, both use their special powers. You're allowed one weapon. Yeah, yeah. He's known for technology guy, and Vladimir's like the Russian dude. So it's the bear guy versus flamethrower dude. What I would get, you rather have in a fight? A I bear on your side or a flamethrower? <laughs> I think. I think depending on how big the quarters were, like I don't know what type of arena they're going to be fighting in, but I would put my money on flamethrower. I don't know if I. Uh, 
I would choose Elon Musk necessarily if we were going to put everything on the line and it came down to a fist fight. Would he be the guy no. we'd want in there? No, the last guy. Like the, the Klitschko brothers. Geek? Yeah. Get the Cl- the one Klitschkos. of the Klitschkos in there. Yeah. And and I'd be a little more comfortable. But, uh, yeah, Elon says he's willing to fight Putin. Mono a mono. Your if, move, Putin. If, if it will resolve the conflict. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock. You peacock, cock. You peacock, cock, cock. You peacock. It's time for sports. Taz and Jim joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. We got some uh, sports quick hits here, starting with baseball rumors. Yeah, it's it's a busy time in Major League Baseball right now, of course. Spring training started on Sunday. The first games begin on Thursday. The Blue Jays play their first game on Friday. And in between, you've got teams still filling out their rosters with lots of big names still out there. One of the biggest is Freddie Freeman. He will not be going back to the Atlanta Braves, who won the World Series last year. He is Rumored to be going possibly to the Braves, possibly to the Yankees, possibly to the Blue Jays. What? The, the, yeah, well, so Freddie Freeman does have some Canadian heritage. He has played for the Canadian national team in the past in the World Baseball Classic, and the Blue Jays are in a position to win right now, so they are heavily linked to him. I think it might be a bit of a stretch for them to sign him. He's 32 years old. He wants a six-year contract. He turned down five years, $135 million from Atlanta, so they moved on from him. They traded for Matt Olson from Oakland yesterday, but the Blue Jays are talking to him and if you were to add Freddie Freeman after losing Marcus Simeon to the Texas Rangers last year all of a sudden you have a Blue Jays team that would have to be considered one of the favorites to win the World Series they're also linked to Kyle Schwarber who split his time uh, between a couple teams last year he ended the year with the Boston Red Sox he had a very good season he seems like a more likely target for the Blue Jays NFL Tom Brady unretiring I think I may know why, guys. Uh, Brady never got to play in the uh, the creamsicle retro <laughs> jerseys for the Buccaneers. They they got rid of those for the, the past couple seasons, but they're bringing them back. <laughs> and I think Brady heard that news. He's like, well, I look good in orange. Yeah, a couple oldies <laughs> coming back. <laughs> any more signings or any more movement? Is Gronk coming back? What do you, what they you want to? Yeah, they want to bring back uh, Gronk. I mean, they want to get the gang back together from last year. Uh, some guys from last season have started to resign. Not a surprise now that Tom Brady is back. I mean, the big question is, can they get the team back from two years ago when they won the uh, Super Bowl? Last year's team wasn't quite up to snuff. Down the stretch, you really had, and you could see it, there was like there wasn't a coordination between Brady and his receiving core. And so part of that was due to injury that's that's fair too but they need to bring back the team from two years ago but they've got Chris Godwin coming back they want Gronk to come back and based on the relationship between Gronk and Brady I think it would be a surprise if he did not come back and Mike Tyson is in the news not for boxing but for his entrepreneurship in the marijuana industry 
whoever's working on marketing with Mike Tyson deserves an award because he's got a weed company. A couple years ago, he set up a podcast. The podcast is called, and it's a cannabis-themed podcast. It's called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> he has now come up with an edible that is in the shape of an ear. Because of Vander Holifield. <laughs> because of good old, I mean, Evander should be getting a cut of this if they're doing an ear, but I love the idea. More people should be doing this. Yeah, Tommy Lee could come out with his own line of edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want Tommy Lee in your mouth? <laughs> Have you watched Pam on? and Tommy? I think there'd be enough for us to share, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Cuckoo. Big day coming up on Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. And this is a tradition here on the Taz and Jim Show. We like calling Ireland and asking, is Patrick there? We're going to be calling Gus O'Connor's Pub right near the Doolin Cliffs in Ireland. It's a traditional tavern, opened in 1832, offering Irish food, outdoor benches, and nightly live music. You hear that, Taz? Outdoor benches, not just indoor benches at O'Connor's. You know, you know it's a fancy place if they have outdoor benches. Mm -hmm. Okay, our contestant is Trisha. How are you, Trisha? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. You excited for St. Patty's Day? Yeah, I'm going out. Nice. Do you think Patrick is going to be at the pub? No. Going with no. I'm going to go with no. Let's call Gus O'Connor's and see what happens. Welcome to O'Connor's Bar Doola. For the bar, please dial one. Hello, O'Connor's. Hello, I got a bit of a query for you. I wonder if my brother Patrick is there. Your brother Patrick is there. Yeah, are you open? Yeah. The bar? Yeah. Well, he's probably there. Okay, what's his last name? He's Patrick Kelly. No, okay, Patrick Kelly. No, I don't think so. I'll check. Okay. Okay, thank you. Well done. Thank you. Got a big wide head on him. Not very not very long, but wide. No, no. No, there's no one here now. <sighs> He's just been down in the dome site. He's been going from bar to bar. His wife kind of st been stepping out on him over COVID. Getting jabbed by more than a vax, if you know what I'm saying. If you're digging my potatoes. Okay. So he's been trying to drink. He said he's going down to Connors to try to drink it away. Oh, right, okay. C could you yell his name out? Patrick, he might be passed out under a table already. No, there's no one Maybe here. crying in a bathroom stall. Could you check there? No, there's no one here. Okay. Well, bless you. Okay. Bye. Is his dirty wife there, though? <laughs> Stephanie's her name. Oh. Gone. But Trisha's right. Patrick was not there. Sounds like we didn't call during peak operating hours. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think it's at brunch time right now. I don't know. <laughs> Trisha, congratulations. We're hooking you up with Lotto Max tickets, okay? Thank you so much. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, we were just talking to Devin Peacock, our sports guy. Mike Tyson is in the marijuana game, and he's got his own line of products, including uh, a an edible that is shaped like his ear. Of course, the famous fight between him and Evander, where Evander bit his ear, or he opposite, bit, he yeah, bit it's not Evander's ear. It won't be shaped like Tyson's ear. It'll, It'll be, be shaped bit, yeah. like an ear. I don't know if they got the rights to Evander's actual ear. <laughs> I hope it's like in the full ear, but there's a chomp out of it. 
Just so you know for it's sure. It's already missing a piece? It's already missing a little chomp, like a cartoonish chomp. Be careful with those edibles, though. Maybe just start with the lobe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait a half hour. Before you work your way around it. Uh, cannabis drink regulations here in Canada may be changing. What What's going on? I've never had an, uh, a marijuana beverage before, Jim. Do you know anything about this? I've had one, and I didn't feel anything. I have a higher tolerance than maybe, a, I don't know, I'd say an average tolerance, but what happened was when they legalized it, they made the edibles and also the drinks the uh, very low potency. So like you couldn't buy anything more than 10 milligrams or whatever it was, but it was very low. In fact, if you went into any of the dispensaries, you'd ask about edibles and they'd say, this is all we got. And they'd kind of roll their eyes knowing that it does very little compared to the, like the amount of potency you can get from just blood or flour. So they're going to change the rules where now you can sell uh, edibles and drinks that would essentially be 10 times more powerful than Hello. they were. <laughs> so instead of buying 10 tall boys of these uh, cannabis drinks, right. you just buy one. And you're not peeing all night. Exactly, yeah. Uh, there's also there's also like a limit to how much, even though it's legal, how much marijuana you could carry on your person at one time. So with these new laws, the amount of milligrams of THC you will have on you with these new drinks will supersede the, the amount you were allowed. So they're changing those rules too. So it's kind of opening up here. Okay. You can't taste it, can you, when you drink the... Uh the beverages like does it have a a weedy aftertaste no you but i'm sure if the the potency goes up because like depending on the edible you eat sometimes you can taste it. like if your buddy makes it you can kind of taste it a lot and even some of the professional ones you can still taste a little bit but the drinks just kind of taste like sparkling water with a little flavor in them the one i had anyway okay that's changing just in time for patio season <laughs> 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 and we may be biting each other's ears off in real life here <laughs> after a couple high potency cans of sparkling water. Well, you never know. I wanna see you peacock, cock, cock, peacock, cock. Hey, it's Taz and Jim and Devin Peacock. Time for sports. Kudos to the Hamilton Bulldogs. 3 nothing win over Oshawa last night outdoors at Tim Hortons Field, the outdoor showcase. And nice to see a Canadian hockey team win outdoors at Tim Hortons Field, Dev. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a dick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> uh, kudos uh, to Hamilton and they had some really nice jerseys. I mean, we've had some really good jerseys for these outdoor games. Not all the results were to my liking, but uh, last night's uh, was pretty good. Yeah. It, it, it was similar to the, the Toronto with a big letter on it, but a yellow and black, uh, the Hamilton H with Hamilton written through the center of the H. It, they were really sharp jerseys. And that team is looking hot as we get closer to the OHL playoffs. Uh, let's stick with uh, the outdoor weekend here. And Austin Matthews being punished for his hit during the game on Sunday. I was surprised by this. I mean, I was uh, saying the other day, I thought, you know, maybe a fine, if anything, for Austin Matthews ends up getting two games from the NHL's uh, Department of Player Safety. What was interesting was the league acknowledged Matthews did not intend to injure Darlene. Darlene did not seem too bothered by it after the game. Both players were penalized because they cross-checked each other in the lead-up to Matthews cross-checking Darlene in the net 
And you have a, a player in Matthews who has no history of being fined or suspended. So to go straight to the suspension, to me, seemed a bit of a, uh, a an over uh, suspension here. Some people were saying they, th- they thought he deserved four games. Well, of course, everyone hates the Leafs. They love if Austin Matthews did it. They, you know, they should kick him out of the league. I mean, this is, people don't think clearly when they when they look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. People love to hate the Leafs, and they just can't stand it that uh, the Leafs are the premier team in the National Hockey League. <laughs> Were they mad he did it on such a big stage? And like, I wonder why they kind of threw the book at him because you'd think they'd give him a pass. Because it's his first time. I don't. I, it's weird because uh, you know, as I said, that the the league acknowledged he didn't intend to injure Darlene. And if you saw the back and forth between the between Matthews and Darlene, that like they were really going at each other back yeah. and forth. It was aggressive. It, yeah, so I, I don't I don't understand why the league decided this. It might have been just the high profile nature of it all, but still, whenever you have these situations, I mean, we've had a lot of cases as of late where there was a, a, one case for Alex Ovechkin in a game uh, that the Capitals were playing. There was a game between the Leafs and the Coyotes where they had some really high profile missed calls late in games that ended up deciding games that got just as much attention. So I don't know if maybe the NHL is just in a bad mood as of late and the Leafs were involved in one of those uh, games where they were complaining about the officiating. They said, oh yeah, well, this is going to happen, but it made no sense to me. Well, the wrestling world is mourning the loss of one of their superstars, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, passed away after some complications during a hip surgery. Every workplace has that one guy who's obsessed with wrestling, right? (laughs) We've got a couple of them. We've got Keith, who's one of our copywriters. Yeah. And on our sister station, Fresh Radio, Mark LaBelle is the go-to guy when it comes to WWE or anything wrestling. Mark, uh, Razor Ramon, were you a fan? Oh, if you're a wrestling fan, I think you have to be a fan of him. And, you know, it's funny, like, people call him Razor Ramon, but he's he's one of those, like, interesting wrestling characters who had the Razor Ramon era, and then he moved on and started the NWO. Like, you still see the NWO t-shirts everywhere now. So he kind of had, like... Two real high points. NWO in his career. was that this one? No, that was DX. That was Degeneration <laughs> X. NWO was when Hollywood Hogan oh, made when the, Hulk the heel Hogan turn. Dyed his beard black and became a bad guy. He was the bad guy. Well, actually, that was Razor Ramon's uh, nickname when he was Scott Hall. He became the bad guy too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he just uh, he had such an amazing like two part career here and deceptively big too. I would say, like, I mean. Back in the day when every wrestler was like way more massive than they are now, you look at him, he was six seven, but he looked like an average guy back wow. then. But you see him walking around at like, you know, fan events and stuff in recent years. Like yeah. the guy is a massive. So dude. those leather vests were probably custom made. Oh, they <laughs> for a man that be, yeah. size. I had a I had a buddy in high school and for about eight months he uh, he tailored his entire look after Razor Ramon. He started slicking his hair back <laughs> oh, and he'd always God. have the toothpick in his no mouth. Way. <laughs> oh, that'd go over well chucking the toothpick at everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so cool, right? I'm not going to detention, Chico. <laughs> he pretended he was Cuban. <laughs> that, that's also, I don't understand how he just kind of lost his accent through, you know, part of it. Because even when he switched over to the NWO, 
he had the the razor Ramon was accent. he Cuban though? No, Scott Hall no, wasn't he was Cuban, German. <laughs> right? But but he he kind of like Razor Ramon was a play. I think he was inspired by Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. that's where they got the character from. But and then he kind of you know wrestling became more real, where they had their their real names. So Scott Hall is his real name, and then he had the accent for a bit, and then it just kind of faded. Probably off. for the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he he did have some troubles. Like I watched a documentary, and he was uh, he was a hardcore alcoholic, and there was. Was that the Jake the Snake Resurrection documentary? I think no, it was a yeah. specific Scott Hall one. I oh, saw really? one directly because he was in the Jake the Snake one, where Jake the Snake, who was going down a really bad path, got into the. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page yeah. yoga and kind of came back and started living a much healthier life. So Scott did the same thing and that's why it's kind of, you know, sad that it turned out this way because he really did get his life kind of right back on track here after, like you said, Diamond Dallas Page is just like a, a saint in the wrestling world. He's like a miracle worker for yeah. those guys. He's taking in all of these guys that have just, you know, done the hard drugs and everything through the painkillers. And, and he's turning them around. So, uh, you know, unfortunately this is the way it went, but... Uh, he had a he had a, a he mentioned something in his Hall of Fame speech. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. So that's kind of what you'll see everywhere. Because ba- the bad guy was like his nickname. Right? Rest in peace, the bad guy, Razor Ramon Scott Hall has passed away. Thanks, Mark. No problem. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.